Massachusetts. This is the After the Bell podcast with Bill Neville, Lee Morgan, and Corey Ponce. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the After the Bell podcast. I am your co-host, Corey Ponce, along with Lee Morgan and Bill Neville, as always. What's up? A lot to talk about uh, this week. Obviously, it's been a little bit since we've had our last show. We uh, broadcasted live from Hurricane O'Reilly's for Money in the Bank, which was a great show. I think we all had a great time, and it was a really nice uh, venue that Hurricane O'Reilly's was nice enough to let us use, and it was really fun. We had a visit from Macho Man. There were some other characters in the crowd as well. But um, now we're here to talk about SummerSlam. The road to WrestleMania has passed. Money in the Bank is over. We are now firmly on the cul-de-sac to SummerSlam. Yes, we are. Uh, thank you, Corey, for uh, for starting out the show this week. You're welcome. I you, even timed it right here, Bill. You said 10 seconds to let it sizzle. I took the beautiful. stopwatch out. I do it I, by the book. I wasn't sure if you were looking at me, but I was looking <laughs> over and uh, I gave you the thumbs up and you started talking right away, so that was perfect. Oh, I just thought you were believing. My bad. <laughs> I don't believe in anything. <laughs> Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm doing great. A little bit tired, but yeah, I'm tell here. Me about it. Yeah. We're here. It's been a very long uh, four or five weeks at work, and uh, hence why we haven't really been able to do a show. None of our schedules have matched up. Uh, but now we're here, five weeks later, and uh, ready to kick things off on the road to SummerSlam. Woo woo woo! <laughs> we're. I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Before we jump into the the confirmed SummerSlam card. Let's go over a couple of uh, of things that are going on outside of WWE. Uh, Paul Heyman had an uh, interview recently on the MMA Hour with Ariel Helwani, or however you say that. That's right. Uh, yep. And he was discussing uh, CM Punk's future. And uh, basically, Heyman is telling Ariel that CM Punk will never wrestle again or never be in WWE in any fashion ever again. Uh, he said uh, Punk would consider himself to be a failure if he ever returned to the ring. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Um, no, I don't believe that. I mean, as soon as I saw Bret Hart back in the ring, anything is possible. Nothing that Vince McMahon or the powers that be did to CM Punk could ever rise to the level of what he, they put the Hart family through. Right. And... I don't know. Punk's a stubborn guy. Did I just say that? I don't even remember. But he's a pretty stubborn guy. So Punk? That, stubborn? No way. So that sounds about right for him to say that, but they always come back. I mean, I think I heard Mass Man talking about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, why raise at the pinnacle of the business? You know, he worked his whole life to get to that point to just walk away when he's in his prime. I don't think he'll, you know, keep it that way. I think he'll be back. And just leaving so much money on the table, too. Oh, it's God, like- so much. Millions and millions. I'm sure he made millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. <laughs> I miss them. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he made quite a, a pretty penny while he was on his three-year magical run there after the summer of punk. But I'm sure he's not amazingly financially stable for the rest of his life. And why not capitalize on something you're good at? Why not capitalize on something that you could make a ton of money doing while you still can? I just don't understand his logic. 
I think he just got burned out. I know you guys are probably listening to all the slew of podcasts from Jericho to Jim Ross to Stone Cold. They all kind of been echoing the same sentiment that he just beat himself up. He, he didn't maybe he didn't have any disclosed injuries, but he knew his body was just you know in a lot of pain. He didn't take any time off. After that Taker match, he took, like, what, three weeks off? I thought he'd be out for at least a couple months, but he came pretty much right back. I have absolutely no problem with him taking time off. Just the way he did it was was ridiculous. And uh, I don't know. I forget what I was going to say. I just lost my train of thought. Fans are still cheering for him here last night in the, during that final segment. That, when, uh, that was needed, though. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and Bree actually played it pretty well. She's like, well, he can't help you. But she didn't, I mean, I don't want to go completely off the rails here, but you know, let's get back on track with CM Punk before you get to that. I, I, like I said before, I, I, just, I don't agree with the way he walked out, like I've said a million times on the show, but for him to, to come out in these interviews and say uh, he's never, ever coming back, or, or even uh, never, ever, never, ever, or however he said it to that, <laughs> yeah. to what's-his-face, I can't remember his name, but... Uh, that interview at Comic Con or whatever it was. BPMAs. I mean, that was I the most sarcastic the answer I've ever heard in my life. It was awful. And he he even acknowledged it by saying the internet's going to explode over that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's like a professional athlete, like uh, anybody who goes and plays baseball for a living. You're gonna try to play to your 35, 40 years old, capitalize on it the millions of dollars while you can, and then go right off into the sunset. And I totally get that CM Punk needed time off and he deserved time off. But to just up and quit and say you're going to be okay for the rest of your life, I, I just I don't agree with that. I don't know. AJ's reeling in that Divas championship money right now. So, I mean, AJ is just a nice enough prize to go home to at night anyway. Yeah, but the thing with CM Punk, though, is it does seem like he has a lot of other interests that could keep him occupied, whether it's appearing on Talking Dead or he seems to be into comics, so he can right. make you know, a whole... And now he's a Nerdist correspondent. Right, so he, he has a no, whole secondary occupation lined up that's not going to... I mean, it's not going to pay him nearly as well, but right. it's also not going to beat his body to shreds. Like There's not nearly as much money in that as there is in WWE with all the merchandise that he used to sell and... And his million-dollar contract and his tour bus. and he, he was living the life for a couple of years, minus the, the 300 days a year and, and the injuries building up. But he was, he, he was living pretty nice. And I think the biggest question now is, does Kofi Kingston just get the tour bus? Like, does CM Punk park that tour bus well, with the way in Chicago? Are, with the way things are going, it looks like Heath Slater's getting the tour bus. I know. The one-man band has been on quite the tear, <laughs> and no one's happier than me. He changed his music, though. Tossing out Cesaro in the uh, in that battle royal, and then uh, who, who did he he, he covered uh, Seth Rollins? Yeah, he? he pinned Seth Rollins last night. <laughs> uh, I love it. I, it's I, I I saw an article about that earlier, and I meant to to print it out. Well, I did print it out, but I forgot it at work. But uh, I love the fact that Heath Slater is getting this not really a push because he's not really going to do much with it. I would definitely not, not call it a push. It's kind of like a pay it forward type of thing where he's just sacrificed his career well not his career but his his what's the word i'm looking for his dignity over <laughs> yeah. the last couple of years uh in three-man band and, and with with drew mcintyre and jinder mahal and, and just jobbing out to everybody and he he kind of deserves to win a, a match or two kind of like funaki back in the day who is back by the way he's going to be the translator for kenta nice at least he has a job. <laughs> well, he is SmackDown's number one announcer. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and back to Slater. I know he has a lot of support from the guys backstage. Uh, I know I've heard Big Show uh, speak highly of him on occasion. And he looks really good getting beat up. And he's funny. He's really funny. If they just always bring Legends back to beat him up, that would be awesome, too. Because that was one of the funniest little uh, that was awesome. segments or whatever programs he had where he was just calling out the Legends week after week and getting smashed by them. Loved it. Uh, anything else on Heat Slater, Ellie? Other than that they need to change his music to one-man band? <laughs> yes. Yeah, why is he still using oh, is that? It's, yeah. I don't I, know. I, I don't quite understand, especially since the other two are future endeavored. It's not like they're hurt or, or just gone for the time being. I mean, Drew McIntyre is in a, another promotion now with somebody else, isn't he? Uh, Drew Gallows. Is Drew Gallows, that's what yeah, it is. Where is his he? original name. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, it's good to have somebody they, that knows what they're talking about. He can't use McIntyre anymore. Oh, that's right. Didn't uh, I heard something about CM Punk too? That WWE owns a version of CM Punk. Yeah, like, but that, he can still use it because he used it like before. I, I think it was WWE owns like the actual letters CM Punk, and he owns C period M period Punk. Yeah, I think that's what I heard too, or vice versa. One yeah, of the yeah two. I'm not sure which one it is, but uh, it's funny how that works and how how WWE just takes full ownership of of your name, like Renee Young, my girl. <laughs> She used to be Renee Paquette mm-hmm. when, she right. was, when she was in Canada. That's her real name. And uh, I don't know why they changed it, obviously for owning it purposes, but uh, I don't know if they thought maybe the WWE Universe couldn't figure out how to say Paquette. No way. What is this now, Renee Paquette? Paquette? <laughs> what is this? Young, I get that. <laughs> uh, that was great. You sound like you're from the South. Yeah, it's my WWE fan impression. <laughs> it's accurate, my friend. Uh, let's see here. Moving on to SummerSlam. Uh, I got the card in front of me here. Uh, live from the Staples Center. Why is it in L.A. every single year? I don't know. Like, it, I want it It's here. getting really old. It was in. It was here in 2006, and I that know. was really that cool. That was so long ago, though. Did you go to that? No. I did. Of course you did. Hulk Hogan and Randy Orton. Oh, I know. Epic. And then we had uh, Big Show and Sabu in a hardcore match, I believe it was. Sabu went, he botched about six times in that match. No, not him. <laughs> what was he, the uh, the death-defying, whatever his nickname was? It was it was the genocidal, homicidal. The suicidal. Suicidal, death-defying Sabu, except he fell off the ropes about four times. Did I tell you guys I went to an independent show in Plymouth and the main event was a hardcore match between Sabu and Two Cold Scorpio? What? Yeah. When was this? Uh, like a month or two ago. It was really? awesome. <laughs> and they absolutely killed each other. Like hardcore, everything, tables, trash cans, chairs. And uh, Mick Foley was actually the host for the night. And no kidding. He can hardly walk. He <sighs> really struggling moving around. And how many times did he go knees first into the steel steps Every over time? the years? I mean... It- the guy's legs are bound to be nothing but goo. Yeah, so he gets out there and he's like, all right, all the little kids here, maybe I've never seen a hardcore match before. I just want to let you all know, you guys fill in the rest. What do you think he said? Uh, cover your eyes. Yeah, cover your eyes or don't do this at home. He goes, all you little kids at home are here. That's the definition of being hardcore. And he throws up the Cactus Jack pistol. I was like, all right, hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Shamrock was there, Papa Shango. It was awesome. Godfather. Papa Shango, huh? Well, God, wow. Godfather was there in some tag match, and everyone started going, we want hosts. 
we want hoes. And he turns and goes, them bitches is working. <laughs> All for like 15 bucks. It was a hilarious, awesome night. That's awesome. I wish I knew about that. Big time pro wrestling, I believe. Is the name oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Lee, you go to a lot of independent shows, don't you? No, I'm going to be starting, though. Uh, not anymore. Uh, you used to, didn't you? Used to. Uh, what uh, What other promotions are around here that uh, that wrestle fairly locally that have legends like that? Um, sometimes Beyond Wrestling is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really chaotic wrestling. Okay, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. Kofi came out of there, right? Now, and now NECW is all. Okay. NECW is all just up and coming guys. There's no legends or anything, right? Unless there's like some sort of signing. Oh yeah, no. yeah. That's cool. All right, moving on. Uh, we got a little off topic there, but let's move on to the SummerSlam card that is confirmed so far. We're going to start at the bottom. And uh, I can't remember the last time we had a contract signing for a women's match. Is it ever? I, I can't remember right. ever seeing if, it. If it even ever happened. There was one between AJ and Caitlin oh, really? last year, I think it was. I'm surprised there was never one for Trish and Lita. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like that that rivalry kind of warranted contract signings and chaos to ensue. Uh, but Brie Bella is going to be taking on Stephanie McMahon. Uh I don't know where they're trying to go with this <laughs> with this storyline. Um, I saw a hilarious tweet. Uh, somebody tweeted Lee and and the ATB Wrestling Twitter account and asked uh, something about Nikki Bella's boobs, and I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it was. I'm gonna try to find it. But you remember what I'm talking about, Lee? I do. And you had a hilarious yeah. response. <laughs> what I did I, you say? I think I said something along the lines of, "There's like." A valve on the side of her oh, breast. Oh, that's right. It says it's, like this it little said, pump uh, tire thing. Why do Nikki Bella's boobs get bigger every week? And then you you said there was a a valve to pump it up on the side or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't know where we were going with that. <laughs> Big uh, boobs. That's yep. Yes, uh, we are kind of all over the place here for this show. We haven't done a show in about <laughs> six weeks, so <laughs> bear with us, folks. Uh, let's see here. Brie Bella and Stephanie McMahon. What happens? I'm hoping Nikki turns heel. On Brie? And yeah. Because of all the attacks that Stephanie has put against her. So she kind of blames her sister for it. Hmm. It's an interesting storyline. I like that. Now, I missed most of Raw last night. Was Cena on on Raw last night? No. And he's gone for a little while, isn't he? He is. What exactly is he doing? He's filming a movie, correct? (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be a villain villain in some movie. Ooh. John Cena's going to be a villain? He's heel turning, guys. Oh, God. Internet explode now. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first on ATB Wrestling. John Cena's turning heel in a movie. I think I still have the photo. Explode the internet now. Explode it. (laughs) Still made my favorite Triple H sign. He's cashing it in. Ring the bell now. Ring it. SummerSlam last year. (laughs) Oh, you kill me every time. (laughs) Uh, Is it 12 rounds plus... Two bonus rounds, three, <laughs> featuring John Cena. No. Thank God. Oh, God. I did just add on Netflix, what was that ridiculous Triple H movie where he's the ex-con and he gets out? Oh, a chaperone? No, it's, it, well, he's an ex-con in that too. That's an awesome picture of Cena, I'll tat it up. Um, That's yeah. who he's going to be. Oh, damn. He's a villain. Interesting. Hmm. You just tweet that out on the, uh, the ATB Wrestling Twitter account. I can do that. It should be up there shortly, folks, if you guys are listening live on Ustream. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't imagine a situation where Stephanie doesn't 
uh, job somehow to Bree or put her over in some way. Um, Bree's been doing pretty well over the last few weeks. Her talking is still a little eh, but otherwise, I think she's, I mean, in the ring, she's improved a lot. And I don't know, is Daniel Bryan going to be involved in this at all? Can you see him in any capacity? I thought we'd see him more, reg- not necessarily in the ring, but I thought we'd see him more regularly after he appeared on the uh, the pre-show at Money in the Bank. Yeah. But I think he's a volunteer uh, sheriff's deputy in Scottsdale now. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah, because he choked out his uh, his intruder. Did he give him the yes lock? I hope so. No, he didn't, he unfortunately. Should. I watched the... Um... Is there footage of it? No. <laughs> GTV has it. Yeah, Total Divas has it. It was all for Total Divas. <laughs> yeah, he actually had that guy Vinny in it. Oh, God. Babe, babe, help me. What's going on? Come on, babe. Is, babe. There, is there a worse uh, couple on TV than those two? Yeah. She's just terrible. I hate There's her. There's nothing cool about Ari- uh, Ariane, is it? Yeah. What's her her name in the ring is? Cam- May- Cameron. 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 Thank you. I always get them mixed up. It's four different names for two different people. Yeah. Uh, but she's just the worst. She's like a she's like a Nicki Minaj ripoff with a cheerleader outfit and pom poms. Far less hefty posterior as well. I don't know if you guys saw her latest single uh, artwork. No, no, nope. I did not. It's edited on iTunes. Let's put it that way. You put you put Cameron's ass on on her, and then then you got Nicki Minaj. You put Trinity's ass on her. And then you've oh, got Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it. I mean, Naomi's ass. On Trinity that. is Naomi. Trinity's Naomi. Cameron is Ariane. Yes. Correct? Okay, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Appreciate it. That's why we have you around. <laughs> uh, all right, so moving on here. I'm not going to cover the whole card because we'll save that for our SummerSlam preview. But uh, what is a flag match? What exactly is going to happen there? Is first person to... Grab the flag. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Is it up on, on top of the turnbuckles? Yeah, they like put like a big pole on like each end. Huh. Now, it, it, you have to grab your country's flag? Yep. Hmm. What if Swagger grabs the Russian flag? Is he Russian? He turns heel. <laughs> he becomes a hero of the Federation. <laughs> gets a medal. Gets a gold star. <laughs> and then a big explosion happens and a flag drops. Then he gets to come out and make fun of the Malaysian airline crash. <laughs> As long as we don't see Jack Swagger uh, in a short dress with a bun, that's that's totally fine with me. Yeah, or in any dress, Vito style. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, uh, this storyline is great, and it, and it's turned Jack Swagger's career around. But it, I just don't see where they're trying to go with this. I mean, Rusev hasn't lost yet, and it, I don't know. He Swagger. I mean, I I like the way that. The uh, what was the last pay per view? It was so bad that I forgot his payback. Name. Battleground was Battleground. 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 I love the way that that match ended because it didn't hurt Swagger. But how many times do you see a guy go into the pole in a in a WWE match and not be knocked out? I know, right? I mean, he sold it pretty well, but just I didn't like the that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. God, I'm struggling today. That shit? That shit, <laughs> yes. Uh, explicit content. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get that E now on <laughs> iTunes. You can't hold me back. Come we're going to put the little, uh, the little thing that was on the old M- M&M albums and put it on our, our <laughs> yeah. own, the explicit content, parental advisory. Uh, 
does does Rusev finally lose at SummerSlam, or does this storyline keep going and going and going? I mean, if you ask me, if he's not beating Xavier Woods in our truth, or if they're not beating him, no one's beating him. <laughs> but seriously, I don't care. I'm just so sick of it. He does the same thing every week. Yeah. Dude. I mean, ho- hopefully Swagger can get a nice rub off it and go another direction. But I, I don't. I just don't know where you bring this guy. If it was 2005, you could put him up against Cena in a, in a slew of matches. But I don't know. Just a, a couple of punches, a couple of roars, and a camel clutch, and he's done. And it's just, it's getting very old. Is he supposed to be doing like a Muslim prayer too at the beginning of the? Uh, is that what it is? It's like an Allah thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Um, draw some heat from the midwest <laughs> there is there is no submission hold that it looks like it hurts less than the camel clutch and he's not even pulling on his neck he's not pulling on his chin but in your arms are just hanging there it's on, also on the, the easiest thighs. thing to do right and it's i don't know yeah and he's so big and strong i mean you like to see him do a torture rack or something right. cool if you're gonna do a submission move like that just sitting on a guy i mean that's what the Sultan used to do, aka Rikishi, you know, yeah. like ninety four superstars. It's just <laughs> and Iron Sheik used to do it too. That's right. Uh, all right, moving on. What do you guys think of the Miz's new gimmick? We haven't talked at all since. Well, we've talked, but not on a podcast. But what do you guys think of the Miz's new gimmick since he's returned? I hate the Miz with a burning passion, but I love this gimmick so much do you? for him. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I I, I can't get into it. Uh, he, he is trying to be this movie star celebrity, but he doesn't have the career to back it up. That's the point. Right. <laughs> I, I I get that that's the point, but it's like it's not believable. And you, I don't know. I just hate the gimmick. I think it's stupid. Personally. And I guess the problem is that his foes can't come out and shit all over his crappy movies because WWE produces all of them. Right. Although, didn't Santino have a feud with Stone Cold when The Condemn came out? Dude, that was one of the funniest Today. segments they ever. They tried to tell me, go to Condemned, <laughs> and I say, no, no, no. His back and forth with Stone Cold that night was one of the funniest segments awesome. ever. Great movie, too, if you like horrible, horrible violence, which I do. Uh, we just got a tweet from uh, LFC underscore fan forever. It says, oop, just disappeared. Uh, where'd it go? It says nothing. <laughs> Uh, Lee tweeted out on the ATB Wrestle account says uh, John Cena with, with tattoos this is what Cena looks like for his new role and she said I'm loving this John Cena with a heart a mouth open and a thumb and a pointer finger together <laughs> oh, like with, the the, with the three sign thingy yeah we also uh, got our boy Tyler 5 with a nice little is that a surprise face <laughs> it's a colon with a D Tyler is that five. a D no that's a sad face <laughs> oh, who God. who puts the the mouth before the colon? Like who does? Yeah, that? come on, Ty. I don't know. Killing us. Get with the times. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler five pod five guy, whatever your name is. Uh, sorry for uh, offending you. For and thank you for listening to our show. You're one of our nine followers on UStream right now. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. When is it gonna happen for this guy? Is it ever gonna happen? No. No. Why not? Because he has nagging injuries. He has nagging injuries. He's nagging backstage, apparently. Apparently. Uh, Is that confirmed, or are we still just speculating? Have have any dirt sheet stuff come out? I haven't seen anything recently, but uh, those shoot interviews that he's done on the WWE app, he's kind of mentioned it. People say that I'm an asshole backstage, blah, blah, blah. 
I don't know. I don't know what to believe, but I can I can see him being a little cocky backstage because he know he knows he's really good, and he knows he's better than most. And it, I can see you where can, he's coming from. You can read from. this for the Dolph Ziggler thing. Okay. Uh, Lee just gave me a tweet, uh, a picture of a tweet from Randy Orton. It says, I don't do Q&As, so stop asking. Try Zack Ryder or heel Ziggler. And Ziggler says, Q&A tomorrow. First up, how to steal the show. Spoiler alert, Randy Orton, it doesn't involve fetching the boss's Starbucks. <laughs> awesome. I don't do Q&As. I just call women fat Latino pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Piggy. Jerk. <laughs> Is there anyone... That I mean, Corey, I know you love Randy Orton. You always have. But is there anyone that's more repetitive and boring than Randy Orton? No. I, I'm so far off his bandwagon. The last time I was really, I don't want to say really into him. Yeah, I was really into <laughs> him. And it was probably 08 when he had the big gold belt on SmackDown as a face. Mm-hmm. I thought that was one of the better runs. That might have been his best run of his career. Then since then, it's just been so stale. He's had the, the trouble with the couple suspensions mm-hmm. and just, I don't know. He's just, yeah. Just the heel run with with Triple H at his back is just getting really old, uh, and I'm I'm tired of seeing it. I, I'd like to see him maybe turn on Triple H or turn on Kane or or turn on somebody I mean, and and go back to being a babyface because I enjoy Randy Orton as a babyface personally. Yeah, I like it better because you can still kind of play the same character and he doesn't really have to talk as much. Right, and I don't know. Randy Orton bores me. Although I will tweet out one of my favorite videos. It's him coming out of an event, a bunch of people, and he's like, hey, who, who's got a cigarette? Let me get a cigarette. And he grabs a cigarette from someone and leaves. <laughs> and that's one of your favorite videos? Yeah. I love it. What are you watching over here, Lee? Main event. Oh. Is that on right now? AJ versus Summer. Lee's, uh, Lee's distracting me over here. She's watching AJ and Summer. I can't pull my eyes away from <laughs> the hotness in the ring. <laughs> Um, I'm going to skip the, the oh, next Slater oh. Gator is trending right now Slater Gator Hashtag Slater Gator <laughs> <laughs> What happened before this? Anything? Um, I have no idea Because that, there's no way that's trending Unless well, something uh, happened Apparently um, Tyson Kidd Oh, Tyson Kidd Oh, God, no Titus O'Neil Oh, and big complete opposite Titus O'Neil and TJ? Uh, Heath Slater are the Slater Gators. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. I know. Oh, what? I know. AJ just won. Yep. Uh, yes, we are live reporting main event on the After the Bell podcast for the first time. Oh, there's that little submission. Oh, I like she that always, submission. Cool. She always like wins it. by it, though. I dig that submission. So, of course you do. You're a guy. Well, it's not even that it's, that it's sexy, but it's like, it's a really cool looking submission and <laughs> looks like it pretty hard to get out of it it's original too i don't think i've seen that right what does she call it black widow black widow i almost call it the hell's gate but that's undertakers <laughs> um all right we're gonna move away from the SummerSlam card real quick i know I, like i said we're all over the place here but i had an article from <laughs> wrestlezone.com and <laughs> batista says he's the worst baby face in the history of wrestling and he comments on uh, on wwe pushing roman reigns too soon uh, Batista talked to Chad Dukes of CBS Radio, Washington, D.C., 106.7 The Fan. And on Roman Reigns and The Shield, he says, I thought they were pushing him a bit too soon. The guy's obviously, he's a huge star. He's going to be a huge star. I feel if they push him out there before he's ready, he's going to put a fizzle on everything. And I'd hate to see that. This is just my opinion, 
but I think they should have kept the shield together a little bit longer, let him have the babyface run just a little bit longer. I completely agree. I didn't like the fact that they broke up the shield at that point, and I never thought it would be Seth Rollins that essentially is getting the the major push. I mean, Roman Reigns is in the, the title picture in the Fatal 4-Way match at Battleground, but you knew he wasn't going to win that match. And But now with Seth Rollins, who has the Money in the Bank briefcase, I never would have thought that that the Shield would have gone in that direction and now have, have Seth Rollins and, and, and Dean Ambrose having this, this crazy rivalry on the side. Roman Reigns is just kind of left hanging. Well, he's in with our boy, or my boy, Randy Orton, but that's just like... I don't know. I can't see a situation where Reigns doesn't come out on top of that feud. And I don't know. I I think we'll see what they do from here. But if it goes on what everyone thinks, you know, Reigns wins the Rumble and then goes on to face Lesnar. But there's so many problems with that. Will Lesnar be around enough? I'm hearing Daniel Bryan. Listen to me. I'm hearing. I'm reading like random people's <laughs> tweets. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. hearing D-Brock could be back for the Rumble. So if he came back for the Rumble, he I would he needs to win that in my eyes. Although you know, will it even make sense at that time? So we'll, I don't know. It's kind of a wait and see with uh, Roman Reigns here. It's totally random, and it, only because you mentioned Royal Rumble. I was thinking about this the other day. How awesome would it be to have? Uh, Daniel Bryan returns surprisingly at Royal Rumble, come out number one, and then CM Punk come out number mm-hmm. two. Oh, man. The, that would be the crazy. The place would just explode. There would be chance on chance on chance for the first 90 seconds until somebody else came out. And it, it, it would just make for the, <clears throat> for the most amazing scene. But obviously CM Punk is never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> coming back. It might be it, it might be good that that doesn't happen because I don't know about you guys, but at Money in the Bank when I was doing my Yes Chance mm-hmm. – my arms actually hurt after the show from doing it so vigorously. I don't know if that's a comment on how out of shape I am or how uh, willing I am to suspend my disbelief, but I was freaking... Mm, 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 mm. I wish I could have seen that all the way up on the balcony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although the tickets were free. I knew a yes, guy. Yes, they were. You knew some guy who's just the best. But in, world, in all seriousness, does. those those uh, tickets were great. I mean, I, they were like what the second row yeah, on the they balcony. Were, they were facing the set yeah. too, which is great. Yeah, so it was perfect. Yeah, um, I take care of you guys. You know that, mm-hmm. Lee. If you hadn't bought tickets, I would have got you tickets too. Yeah, I liked my seats. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Speaking of tickets, how show in September? I'm working on it. I'm working on it too. Are you? Well, I have my my information plugged into Ticketmaster. I just press enter. <laughs> Me too. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm working on it. Um, where the hell were we? Shield. Shield. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I just, how many people leading up to WrestleMania would have said Seth Rollins was going to be Money in the Bank winner and Roman Reigns wouldn't have anything? It was like my little hipster dream that he would be the one that came out because nobody wanted it or thought about it. He's always been my favorite because I like what he can do in the ring. So right. I'm super pleased with it. I think, unfortunately, after this, does Ambrose just get left in the dust? I mean, what what goes from there? I sure hope not. I mean, Ambrose is could be the most polarizing guy on WWE TV right now. And the video that you tweeted out earlier, uh, I think it was – oh, no, you put it on your Facebook. It was uh, the voiceover thing on WWE. Oh, bad lip reading? Bad lip reading, Yes. 
And uh, I just found it so great that whoever was dubbing that did Joker lines for, for Teen Ambrose because mm-hmm. he literally reminds you of the Joker. Uh, oh, Heath Ledger's Joker, by the way. Uh, in backstage promos, just he, he is as good, if not better, than everyone in the company right now as far as backstage promos goes. I mean, obviously, Cena's pretty, pretty damn good. Paul Heyman's amazing. But Ambrose is definitely right up there in the top three to five. Uh, and the, his just his reckless abandon in the ring, just flying all over the place, running around like an idiot, just not giving a shit about his body. And you can't just let Ambrose kind of fade off here. You have to build. He's not a young guy, is he? No, he's not. No. So he's been in the in the in the uh, I mean, he's, for a while. He's in his still in his late twenties, but is he really? Yeah. Wow, he looks a lot older. That's because he, he got a lot of bar- barbed wire across <laughs> his face. That's his brain damage got going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the uh, the the saws. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys listened to uh, the Mike and Billy show that they had Dean Ambrose on, but that was that was great. He was <laughs> they were trolling him about. Uh, about all the all the uh, the saw injuries and everything he's had, and um, they gave us a nice little shout out on their re- most recent show. And I don't, if, I don't know if you guys uh, listened That's to right. it. That's right. Yep. But uh, noticeably, Corey and I didn't get any love. They just love you. Love That's because I tweet them photos all the time. They love you and your amazing videos. It's fine. <laughs> Riding these coattails at the top. I have no problem with that. <laughs> How often are you putting out those videos? Um, I was going to do them every week, okay. but now I might just do them every two weeks well, to you... recap Raw and SmackDown and Main Event and okay. NXT. Well, as soon as you do them, as soon as you upload them to YouTube and whatnot, make sure you upload them to our Facebook page. I will. And uh, if you guys are out there listening to us and you're not if you if you haven't clicked the like button on Facebook yet, look for After the Bell Wrestling on Facebook and like our page, and you can see if we don't have a podcast, we'll make up for it uh, to you guys. And, and Lee will have a, a video every week or every other week whenever she decides to do it. Uh, what is it usually about twenty five thirty minutes? Yeah, it's about a half hour. Yeah, um, just sort of a, a recap and and just an analysis of the previous Raw SmackDown and main event. Uh, Timmy D eighty two says, "Why does that disappear so quickly?" Timmy D eighty two says, "Ambrose is the new Honey Badger. Don't give a shit." Lunatic Fringe. I have that CM Punk t shirt. <laughs> do you? I do. Wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the, the defensive back who smoked weed in college. Is that not who we're talking about? No. Honey Badger. No. Why am I blanking on this? I, I don't. I don't. I CM don't know. Punk is a Honey Badger. Is he? Um, I think. I'm probably wrong about this. So this person should totally tweet us back when I'm wrong and just tell us the right okay. right thing. Um I actually I, do know him. It's uh Timmy Delsignor. Oh, okay. I used to work with him. I think it was a <laughs> I think it was a couple years ago. Somebody on commentary said something about CM Punk being a honey badger. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. know why. I'm I'm wrong, <laughs> so please tweet us back. He's a honey badger, Michael, I tell you. <laughs> the JBL. Probably. How, speaking of uh, Battleground and JBL, it annoyed the hell out of me. And I know that Mike and Billy discussed it because that kind of reminded me to rem- uh, to mention it on the show. But when I was watching Battleground and, and you knew what was going to happen in that battle royal with Miz, you knew he was going to lay outside there and come back in and pull a Del Rio on Santino. From behind, from behind, Miz, Miz, Miz. But... 
JBL is sitting right there, and the cameraman pans over to to show the Intercontinental Championship, and you see Miz on the floor just hanging there. And JBL is trying to tell King and, and, and Michael Cole that, I don't know where Miz is. I don't know where Miz is. <laughs> He's sitting right in front of you. <laughs> like, what an awful botch on, on TV. And, and you knew that Miz was going to do that. And you knew Ziggler wasn't going to win that battle royal. And it really pissed me off. I think it was supposed to piss us off, but at the same time, like that ending has been done so many times so many where times. the guy goes under the third rope or the second rope. Or, I don't know. They get, they got to change that rule, even though it's really not really rules, but they got to change that. Uh, that I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. I'm struggling here. Uh, that dusty finish? Yes, thank you. And they just got to get rid of it. And you should just be, if, you, if you're out of the ring, you're out. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're in the top rope, bottom rope, middle, however you go over the turnbuckles, like however you end up out of the ring. If you hit the floor with your feet, you're out. Yeah, I like that. End of story. Isn't that how the Divas one is? Is it? I think so. I think they're afraid of sending them over the top rope. Probably. Yeah. And breaking their neck. Even Maria Breaking or their nails or <laughs> is more important. Or just making their knee go backwards like Lita did one time. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know how she didn't tear every ligament in her knee when that happened. What do we got here? We got Jack Swagger. Oh, nice shirt. About <laughs> time. Like I've been shirt. asking for that. Jack Swagger on main event right now has a blue shirt with a, a white outline on the uh, the hand over his heart, and the in the arm and the hand is red. I've he been, always gets it perfectly in it, too. <laughs> I've been asking for that since he debuted that black and white shirt that he needs to have a red, white, and blue scheme. So thank you, WWE. I might actually consider buying that. But thank, not you, really. <laughs> thank you, Rusev. What I'm not Rusev. buying from the WWE shop is... The Dean Ambrose and Seth oh, Rollins. God, how horrific were those shirts? Oh, God. Those are so bad. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, if you want to try to find a picture of the uh, the Dean Ambrose shirt uh, and, and tweet that out on the uh, the ATB Wrestling Twitter, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's a horrific shirt. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tommy McLeish. I think you're on a little bit of a delay here, my friend, but it says, uh, is there anyone who has less personality than Randy Orton? I'd rather see a potato grow roots. <laughs> I like that. I agree with you. I agree, too. Tommy that, McLeish. Unstable. That looks like a diva shirt. It's awful. It's so bad. Do they have any variations of it, is it or is it all just white? It's all white. They have youth size as well. <laughs> is that you're asking? <laughs> no. I like the, um, the D and the A on the back of the shirt. It's kind of like anti-authority... Nope. Ish anarchy thing. Now, if you were to change that, what would you put on his shirt? Can you think of any ideas, or maybe just him like smiling creepily <laughs> with like an outline, a black and white creepy face? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's kind of like a like an Undertaker shirt or something. Yeah. No, I like the um, the anarchy logo he has on the back of that shirt. Oh yeah. He put it like in bold right in front. True. Or his face when he was in the walls of Jericho. He had his <laughs> tongue out. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Is there anyone that makes better facial expressions than Dean Ambrose? No, the answer is simply nope. no. <laughs> it's not even remotely close. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I have no cough button here. Our our, uh, our studio is not that technologically advanced. Um, I'm going to move on here. Like I said, we were bouncing around. Uh, WrestleZone has learned from sources inside WWE that a title unification match with the Intercontinental and the United States Championship is being discussed for SummerSlam. 
uh, f- uh, as of this past weekend. As of now, the match would be uh, a triple threat match between The Miz, Sheamus, and Dolph Ziggler. I like it. It's about time we get rid of the U.S. title. Yeah. I mean, I see Lee shaking her head over here, but the other day it took me about four minutes. I was like, who the hell is the U.S. champion? Exactly. I have no idea. And it finally dawned on me that it was uh, Sheamus there. I have no problem with it. I just don't want Sheamus to win it. Okay. Which one do they keep, though? They keep Intercontinental, right? They got to keep oh, yeah. IC. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I can't stand belts that aren't defended. What do we got here? What is Del Rio? Oh, he's carrying a flag. Are they having a flag match, too? Probably. I don't know. Um, I can't stand titles that aren't being defended. Like when, uh, when Cody Rhodes had the, had the Intercontinental title. He had it for 220 days or whatever it was, but he probably defended it four times. And when yeah. Ambrose had the U.S. title, he had it for 200 days and probably defended it twice. It, it just doesn't make sense. Why have the title if nobody's going to defend it? Why not have it defended at every single pay-per-view? Or even, even every Raw, for that matter. Like Why have non-title matches? What's the point of that? Yeah, like why is there no storylines for the lesser titles? I know, easy for me to say when you know I know creative works like a million hours a week, but right. I don't know. I mean, I guess they're kind of moving towards that with Ziggler and Miz. They'll probably have a match at SummerSlam, but like, how fun would that be every Monday on Raw? Just have these def- these titles defended instead of having these these Teddy Long bullshit tag matches at the end of. Oh, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on, player. <laughs> What was that? Then what would you? How would you make it special for pay-per-views? Add a uh, add a different type of match, not just like a, a regular match. But add some sort of uh, stipulation, stipulation yeah. or or theme for that matter. Maybe like a, a ladder match or uh, false count anywhere type of thing. Uh, just a the title should be defended every single week. Or maybe they should go back to uh, 24-7, 365 on one of those titles. Yeah, I mean. Crash Holly defending at a McDonald's play place. Yeah, with like Thrasher going down the slide after him. I'm I'm only half kidding because that would make me a lot more interested. Oh, yeah. Though I guess I'd have to change the rules. It would have to be hardcore stipulation, but. They should have the the hardcore championship come back and then have uh, an option on the WWE Network. To be able to follow the champion like twenty four seven. Oh wow, oh, that'd be really cool. Like watch him shitting and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like it's like watching Big Brother on CBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or those those losers that pay ten dollars a month month to watch the uh, the live streams online. That's a thing. Yeah, you never heard of that? No. You watch Big Brother at all? I I mean I've probably seen an episode yeah. here. I know the premise, but it's like the, the cameras are are everywhere and they're watching your every move. And when it's not live on TV, there's an option to watch them on CBS.com. And people weird. pay people pay ten dollars a month to watch it. I mean, only thing I'd pay for it'd be like a condemned situation with the uh, criminals in the island. I can't get off a of condemned right now. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do can't do it. I mean, ten dollars a month for WWE Network is worth it. Yeah, but. To watch 15, 20 to 30 year olds. Random people, too. Right. It's, there's no story. Like what are you getting out of it? I don't know. Maybe that, I think people are just watching to see if the, any of them are banging or something. I don't know. A uh, very simple web search would get you <laughs> just what you need if that's what you're doing on there. I mean, come on. 
Yeah, but some people probably have it up uh, up at work on their on their double screens and just they watching need, Big they Brother on one side. I need to know someone who's double screening Big Brother After Dark <laughs> and paying for it now. Tweet at us right now if you're doing it. I need to interview you. If you tweet at us right now and don't lie, well, actually, no, I'm not even going to say that because somebody's going to tweet just to say it. <laughs> but if if you really do watch Big Brother and you can uh, online and you can prove it with like a email receipt or something like that, I'll send you a uh, ATB T-shirt. Oh, I will send you an eat, sleep, ATB, repeat T-shirt if you could prove to me via an email receipt or any sort of receipt that you subscribe to Big Brother on CBS dot com. And if you go online right now and you and you could sign up for it for ten bucks, and I'll just send you the T-shirt anyway. <laughs> it's it's worth it, right? Yeah, I mean you're saving money there, right? Yeah, you get the T-shirt for half price, twenty bucks. I set up an eBay store if anybody's interested in buying a uh, Eat Sleep ATB Repeat t-shirt. We have uh, a few left. Probably got about 11 or so. I'm looking at them across the way. There's two on our table here. But uh, I think there's about 11 or 12 left. We're looking to uh, to get those off our hands if we can start on a new order. But uh, anyway, off of Big Brother and, <laughs> and weird subscriptions and uh, what people watch on double screens at work. Um, where the hell were we? I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, I see title. Obviously, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How did we go from that to uh, to Big, Big brother? brother? I don't know. Oh, twenty four seven. Yes, yes. <laughs> the the hardcore championship. Watch the, uh, the follow the champion on WWE Network. That's what it was. Uh, but yeah, back to the the, the U.S. title being uh, possibly eliminated. I couldn't agree more. There's just no room for a title that doesn't get defended. Why are the tag team titles not defended more often? Why don't the Usos just defend them against the Wyatts every week? Their matches are awesome. <laughs> right? Consistently, yeah, I thought, honestly, I thought the last two pay-per-views, they had the best match. Agreed. It was great matches. And it was the opening match of both pay-per-views, yeah, too. Yeah, it was awesome. They stole the show right from the start. And Money in the Bank was fantastic, even though I missed most of it. Because our original seats were on the floor, but there were seven rows back, and I couldn't really see over the huge guy in front of me. Nah, it'll happen. But uh, luckily, we were able to to switch over to uh, prime time seating right next to uh, Sign Guy. By the way, oh, there he is, mm-hmm. Red Hat Sign Guy, I was sitting next to Sign Guy for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> cool guy. Got to. Uh, he, he, I took a hilarious picture of him uh, molesting the Money in the Bank briefcase yes you did <laughs> you saw that on twitter yep uh, i saw all the videos <clears throat> and stuff too uh he was sitting next to me at money in the bank and and the, the wwe production crew came out with the with the money in the bank briefcase setting up for the uh for the match and this guy goes to like a hundred events a year he knows all these guys so he's joking around with them and he grabs the money in the bank briefcase and He's caressing it like uh, like Aladdin was caressing the lamp, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I took a hilarious picture of him. But uh, back to the, the the tag team championships not being defended and the U.S. title not being defended. And I get the need for multiple belts, and and you try to put these guys over as champions, but when they don't defend it, it's just it it becomes a lost cause. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with the the other belts. It seems like they're putting all their chickens in the main event picture, and, you know, they're kind of just letting those guys toil down there. And it's, and it's sad it got to the point with, where during Dean Ambrose's U.S. title reign that Renee Young and Roman Reigns called him out on it backstage. Yeah. He's about 200 days in. They're like, 
oh, I've been to a U.S. champion for about 200 days. And she's like, well, Dean, you actually never defend it. <laughs> yeah. And that's your girlfriend talking. What? Really? Yeah. Is that legit now? Yeah, no. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, I hate Dean Ambrose now. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. I love you, Dean. Um, but, yeah, I just I wish that we would see a little more exciting action on Raw. I mean, it's three hours. I get you have to fill it with a bunch of crap. And please, no more Florida appearances. <laughs> I know, right? I was read. I heard somewhere that uh, that Kevin Dunn is like a huge Florida fan, and that that's why he's been on so many times. But why have why have a ten fifteen minute performance from Florida on Monday Night Raw? That's when you know you have way too much time. Anybody but him. I mean, who's a Florida fan? And his song, that song that he performed, hasn't even been relevant since the Cena Rock One. I, I fast forwarded. I don't even know what song he did. Did you do I wild ones? Uh, which? What did you say? Hey, I heard you were as a wild one. Uh, did he do that one? I forget which one it was. But it was it was one of the three that like were his big songs three years ago. Anyway, um, should have got CeeLo Green. <laughs> was it last SummerSlam he performed? Did no, that like that gross two. thing with his mouth? <laughs> he was yep. like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like whoa, what was that? When he was in the uh, the trash bag. Yeah. Big I don't know how he got by on that voice, but he did. I don't know. Uh, Timmy D tweeted us again. It says, Usos versus the Dust Brothers for the titles. Ooh, Gold Star? Why are they not in the title picture? Because they're looking for the Cosmic Key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no... I mean, the Usos are, are amazing in the ring, and, and they look alike and whatnot, but there is literally no better tag team in WWE right now than the, than Gold Dust and... and Stardust. Yeah, they're wonderful. <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened to Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I, I can't stop laughing. He looks, with the shit-eating grin he has on his face, looking like an 80s Batman Joker. I, I can't get enough of it. And the backstage vignettes are fantastic. And I was a big fan of dashing Cody Rhodes, too, but this is just <laughs> trumps it in every single way. Before his face got mangled. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and he changes music. <laughs> Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Um, so thank you guys for uh, for listening here on Ustream tonight. It uh, looks like our video is frozen, unfortunately. Um, I'm just going to let that go. See what I did there? Ha, 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 ha. Uh-huh. Um, oh, <laughs> nice. I've actually never seen that movie, but... Everybody I, knows I the it. song. Yeah. yeah, let it go. I'm singing a lot this this podcast. <laughs> Keep going. Just pick something It's in the music charts, too. Oh, yeah? Right behind Fozzie's new ones. You want to start a war? <laughs> Number 27 on the strip club <laughs> charts. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with uh, the song SOS by ABBA, but Chris Jericho's, one of his latest podcasts, he he said that uh, on Fozzie's new album, they covered that song. It's actually really good. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with the song, but they they covered it and it was amazing. Leah, I just saw you. <laughs> Did that remind you of that? Yes. <laughs> you should totally play it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've had that clip sitting in my my database here for the <laughs> longest time, and I could not wait to use it. But Lee just tweeted out a picture, <laughs> a picture of Tony Atlas laughing, and it is it is hysterical. I got to play that again. <laughs> I can't get enough of that. Uh 
we have no structure to this show <laughs> at all. No. Actually, getting back to our point on the SOS song, is that Kofi Kingston's theme song that no. Jericho did that? No. SOS! Hear them shouting! If I had um, my my Spotify working here, I would play it for you. True story, I just think it was SOS Island Shelter. Oh, yeah? Instead of I heard them shouting. Then my roommate was like, what the hell? Are you, why would it be what? Island Shelter? What does that even mean? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Island Shelter. It's oh. like, uh, it's funny how you can misconstrue lyrics for, uh, like, uh, Seamus is, I thought it was Lobster Head. <laughs> lobster Head. And too He's many shamed. limes. <laughs> <laughs> or or Two Men in Lines. <laughs> two Men in Lines. There's so many, so many ridiculous uh, misconstrue-ings. Is that a word? Misconstrutions? Is that Miscons- a word? I don't know. You tell me. That one sounds good. <laughs> it's a word now. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of uh, of Chris Jericho's uh, band Fozzie's SOS just so you guys can hear what I'm talking about here. Fast forward a little bit. I'm going to leave the mics on for us. It used to be so nice. It used to be so good. <laughs> you know the original song? That's enough Y2J for one day. <laughs> Thank you, Fozzie. Not bad. Yeah, nice little segue he made to lead singer of that band. <laughs> and it sounds like it's, I mean, listening to his podcast, he's always saying how his albums on the charts, you know, up there pretty good, so... I love me some Chris Jericho, but man, is his podcast annoying. Too many ads. Too many ads, number one. His introduction is like 15 minutes long. Oh, where he does the mouth sing thing? I hate that with the cowbell. The pot of thunder. I can't stand it. Like, get into your wrestling talk. That's why your podcast is an hour and 20 minutes. Like, shorten it up there, bro. Although I did listen to that UFO guy he had on the other day. That was very interesting. Have you listened to any of his podcasts that has um, Egypt on it? No. It's horrible. Have you listened to it? No. He has, I'm pretty sure it's him that is just using like a voice changer synthesizer thing. But uh, I wish I had a clip of it. I would play it for you, but it's hysterical. And he's he's talking to this computer called Egypt. But it's actually, I think it's him like putting the voice in and whatnot. Is it him or the Raw GM? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Rajiam never spoke. It was just via email, and, and a booting, booting. What did What did Michael Cole say, ladies and gentlemen? May I have your ten- no, no. Uh, I've received an email from the anonymous Rajiam. He said General something Manager. before that, though. And I quote: <laughs> "That's what he was saying." <laughs> but it was before that, though. He said something. The first thing he said when he opened the laptop, <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Was it just, "Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please"? I think so. I can't remember. I have just received an email from the <laughs> anonymous raw yeah. general manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and I quote, "That got so much heat. And I love yeah. it." Yeah, and the lights would go down. <laughs> that was awesome. Just took the iPhone uh, text message theme song. Um, but yeah, going back to Chris Jericho's podcast, uh, basically he has a conversation with himself and a voice changer. We're doing he does it on the podcast before pay per views. And he'll he'll do predictions, and it's like the worst 
it's one of the worst accents you've ever heard. It's almost like he sounds like he's trying to do like a ridiculous French accent in this horrific uh, voice changing, like goes way deep. And he's like, hey, uh, Egypt, uh, what do you think about Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose? And this thing comes out, he goes, well, uh, I think uh, Seth Ambrose and uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. It's like, it's (laughs) the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. Go back and listen to an episode that features Egypt, and you'll just want to throw your phone out of your car. And go back and watch the clip of him pouring the booze on CM Punk. He's like, drink it up, Punk! <laughs> and then he put his slips when he goes to kick him first. <laughs> I gotta tweet that out, too. I wonder what was in that, that fake Jack Daniels bottle. It must have been Pepsi if I know Punk the way it's, I think I know. It's gotta do. be, right? But it, did, it wasn't carbon. It had to have been flat. Yeah. Probably just brown syrupy crap. Chris Jericho botch CM Punk. <laughs> um, there you go. If we can... Find something to talk about here. I'll find it on here. I can play it on the podcast. Uh, well, I'd like to quickly mention my boy. Go for it. Bo Dallas! <laughs> I love what he's been doing when he came out last week against R-Truth and was like, you'll win one day. You've lost a lot. <laughs> I thought that was so You sound like funny. a freaky Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. And he's got that gut, and he's just he comes out soaked. He's awesome in every conceivable <laughs> way. And I believe that he will be Intercontinental Champion uh, post-haste. If not today, then tomorrow. Get the damn video up, Bill. Drowning over here. All right, here it goes. You know what? For those of you that don't know, CM Punk claims to be straight edge. That means he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't drink. I, of course, drink once in a while, but never to excess, and I would never <laughs> drink and drive. But, Punk, I promised you that I would be the reason. This is one of the worst storylines they've had in a long time. Drink, and that's what's going to happen. I'm going to lead you down the lonely path to alcoholism. Be a star. Like your father. So, Punk. Just like your father. I want to propose a toast to WrestleMania. To your dear old dad and to you, bottoms up, punk. And to Ralphus. Yeah, that's totally Pepsi. Drink it up. Go for the kick. <laughs> Every time. I know this is making great radio to us watching YouTube videos and, and laughing. <laughs> we will, I will. I will post this to the the ATB Wrestling yeah, Twitter. Yeah, that's a must. So you guys can see, if you haven't seen this already, what we're talking about, but it is absolutely fantastic. Oh, he's going back to get more. Oh, then he breaks the bottle over his head and smashes in his hand. Don't drink too much, because if you do, it goes straight to your head. <laughs> Was that a balloon? I think so. <laughs> look, look at his arm shaking and stuff. All right. He's already drunk, that's okay, why. He's already drunk. The, the viewers or the listeners cannot see what we're talking about. So one, it, one sip. It wasn't done. that storyline, too, like Punk was seen coming out of an Irish pub. 
with the hood on and a hat. Oh, yeah. Jericho was trying yeah. to say, yeah. yeah. He so just dumb. wanted some old-fashioned meat and potatoes. <laughs> That's all he was going to the Irish pub for. But who knows? Some bangers and mouse. <laughs> That's a British accent, so that doesn't really... <laughs> Are you sure that was British? <laughs> I don't know. My British, Australian, Irish, like any European accent, I'll mold. The same with me. It's like Triple H and Hulk Hogan events. All the same voice. All right, I just tweeted out the video to you guys uh, on the ATB Wrestling Twitter, uh, the video that we were just watching and and listening to here. But uh, (laughs) sorry, styling and bow filing is amazingly. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a hashtag? No, it's a photo. Oh man, that's awesome! Hope you guys enjoy the show. Us looking at our Twitter feeds and laughing. (laughs) Bill, yes, Lee. <laughs> Where'd you find that? I don't know. <laughs> you should retweet it or, or or tweet it out yourself. We are so off here. Y'all gone too far now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know. Uh is is that a comment on Twitter? Yes, it was. Somebody uh, chief. <laughs> chief. Oh, I thought you said somebody said that to us, like saying we've gone too far now, but this whole Jericho thing. Chief, Chief said it. Thank you, CFH underscore Chief, for uh, for tweeting that amazing picture of Bo Dallas. No, I tweeted it. Uh, wait. <laughs> You're confusing me now. You tweeted the picture. He says, y'all gone too far now, and you yep. retweeted it. Yep. Gotcha. All right. I don't understand this whole business here. Uh, Mike Asioni says, that was a bottle of quit in two years juice. What? <laughs> Apparently, if you get a bottle smashed over your head, you have to quit in two years. Apparently. No, if you get a bottle crumbled onto your back, <laughs> then that's quit in two years juice. So now who is going to be the first mark to smash a bottle over John Cena's head so he quits in two years? I don't want Is there heel juice? I don't <laughs> want him to quit. Is there juice? I hope this heel Yeah, juice. I think it's called uh, whiskey, actually. <laughs> sounds gross. Heel juice. Like something you get from your foot. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Hey, some people might like that, Bill. You don't want to alienate any of our fans. We, uh, this is the most ridiculous show we've ever done. <laughs> this is like the Katie Vick angle of podcasts right now. <laughs> oh, God, this is quite possibly our worst podcast of all time. But, you know, we haven't done it in a while. We're just having some fun. And in our defense, there's nothing really pressing going on. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to wait till SummerSlam to have our next show after Money in the Bank, considering we skipped Battleground altogether. But uh, just want to make sure we got back and, and on the airwaves again and to all you guys out there. Uh, you guys are so awesome every Monday night uh, when we're live tweeting. Unfortunately, I missed it last night because I had a ton of stuff going on. But you guys are amazing. We we finally got over a thousand followers on Twitter. Thank you, Lee, for all your help from your uh, from your minions. <laughs> Her Lee, Lee, your heelies, 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 my heelies, heel dash lees, my heelies. Wow. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Healy. Are you, I'm a hashtag Healy. Always have been. Uh, me Even too. long before ATB wrestling. That was a hashtag Healy. Not bandwagon. Yep. She just tweeted it out. Hashtag Healy's. <laughs> That's going to trend uh, in New England. <laughs> Maybe Boston. Probably not, though. No, probably not. 
Oh, actually, one quick thing I wanted to bring up. I uh, I got a message from an individual by the name of, uh, I believe, Luis Gonzalez. At, a former uh, Arizona Diamondbacks first baseman? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, outfielder. Oh, he, uh, he hit that base hit off Mariano Rivera. Mm-hmm. He's become a huge fan of the show. What? No, it's just some guy named Luis Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> at Luis Gone underscore junior. And he said, uh, great podcast you guys got going. Even though Money in the Bank will rightfully take up most of the discussion this week, how about talking about NXT transition problems? Rose, Emma, Rusev, and to a lesser extent, Bodalis seem to not be particularly doing well with the crowds on Raw. Because they have awful gimmicks. I mean, Emma's got that stupid bubble dance. You got Bo Dallas doing the ridiculous Bo Leave bullshit. Adam Rose is dancing around with mascots. What do they want? I got to disagree with you on Bo. I think you know that was coming. He's my guy. <laughs> and uh, I had a great idea for Adam Rose. Did you guys see last night when he looked in the mirror and became a suited guy? The Oculus thing. What if he got just like caught? In the Oculus and became like a straight edge guy wearing a suit. <laughs> he looks so old. And they that. came out dancing. He's like, stop dancing. Stop. Stop. I mean, he just gave me a heel. Stop dancing. Amazing. Stop it now. Um, yeah, but he, Louis, he's been, or Louis, he, whichever it is, uh, he's been horrible. Rose has been just so unentertaining. Emma, I, I mean, I'm not going to make the cheap, cheap, cheap pop on the, uh, the larceny. But she hasn't really done <laughs> shit. Rusev, same thing every single week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping Sami Zayn comes up soon. I'm hoping Prince, is it Fergal? Devitt. Fergal. Fergal Devitt. I hope he just comes right in and wins the IC belt. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Now, what do you? How, how quickly does Kenta come up to the main roster? Because he he was such a huge signing out of out of Japan. You know, I think both Prince and. Devitt will, um, yeah, Prince and Devitt, Prince and Kenta, <laughs> sorry, will um, will be down in NXT for probably like two months before they get the call up. Probably okay. some like transitioning thing. Yeah. What about Mojo Raleigh? Is he going to be up anytime soon? No. You see him tweeting with Gronk. I mean, obviously he's just basically Gronkowski as a wrestler. Yes. Gronk <laughs> tweeted something like, ah, oh, I got to get hype for this uh <laughs> this practice and Mojo's like, bro, we stay hyped. <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, bro. And that was oh, that. Uh, that's cool. What a stupid gimmick. Yeah, his gimmick stinks. You know who I am deeply in love with though is uh, Alexa Bliss. I see she's the really smoking good. blonde. She's that smoking is blonde. Pretty new. And she's really good in the ring. She wear the the wings, right? She has like the little like tutu on when yeah, she yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good. Um, I haven't watched too much NXT. I know you've watched more than me. Yep. Lee just tweeted out a picture (laughs) (laughs) with Bo Dallas pointing at the screen saying, that's Bo shit. (laughs) I like it. Uh, I'm going to retweet that. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, but but Alexa Bliss is, is, is great in the ring. She's had a couple of matches with, uh, uh, Sasha Banks. She's had a couple of matches with Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte is great too. Yeah, woo! <laughs> I was waiting for that. How long before we see Charlotte on the main roster? Well, when she loses the title, probably. Yeah. Her and Bailey are supposed to. Nice, I love Bailey. Have a championship match. That's good. When the, when's the next uh, NXT special event? NXT Takeover September, two. right? 
Takeover. They couldn't come up with another Takeover name. Takeover 2. Takeover It's only well. the third one ever, and they're, they're going to use a, reuse a name? Yeah, budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> what, they paying brains too much? Yeah, they just have to put a 2. <sighs> God, that's awful. Um, what else did you, did you have to say about uh, NXT, Corey? Um, that was pretty much it. I do have a comment on Paige. Yes. Uh, is this just an English people thing? It always sounds like she's saying an R when she talks. Like, Pyrge, Par, I don't know. Just listen for it. It seems like she's always going for an R in words that don't have R's. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just where she's from. Oh, she's different. I don't like that. <laughs> Speak American, Paige. That's awesome. <laughs> I have nothing else to talk about over here. How about you guys? Other than the rest of the card for SummerSlam? Well, we're not going to go over all that <laughs> yet. Uh, we're, we'll save that for our SummerSlam show. Yes. Uh, if we go over the car- the card right now, it's it's going to be useless to have a prediction show. That's true. And hopefully, uh, we're not sh- 100% sure if it's going to happen yet, but hopefully we'll have a little roundtable with the New Age Insiders for uh, for our SummerSlam preview show. I, I spoke to them again pretty recently, and they're only over in the next town over in Quincy. So mm-hmm. we're uh, we're we're working on how hopefully having another panel, kind of like we had uh, for WrestleMania, where we have four or five people on at the same time, maybe a phone call, just just make it a big clusterfuck and have some fun. And I, I have spoken to some friends that would love, would die, would kill to get in to oh, the yeah. ATB studio. Oh yeah, yep. The door is always open. You heard it first. <laughs> Greg L. I don't want to give him away. <laughs> oh, Greg L. No, oh. I'm sorry. That's too G. Lannon. This is the easier way to put it. <laughs> That's even more uh, information giving away his name. Um, I do have a question. Yes, Lee. What do because you Because on SmackDown, Dean Ambrose is going to be picking the stipulation. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's going to be? For his match with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam? Yep. Uh, boiler and Brawl. I don't know. I'm going to say street fight. It's got to be something outside the ring, right? I have it falls it, count anywhere or something like that. I have it for the contract. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. You heard that here first, folks. Uh, Lee, uh, heel underscore LCM on Twitter, just said it here on the After the Bell podcast, and she's going to tweet it in a second just so it's in writing. Uh that Dean, <clears throat> she thinks that Dean Ambrose, when he chooses a stipulation for his match against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, that he will be challenging Seth Rollins for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Now, does he win? Or are we going to save that for our SummerSlam show? You'll have to wait. Yeah, that was a, that's a not so good, but almost kind of <laughs> decent radio tease for our next uh, show, which will probably be our SummerSlam preview show. What day is SummerSlam anyway? Is the seventeenth? It's uh, <laughs> Sunday this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's in LA this year too, right? Yeah. Oh God, I'm not even Dude. home for that. Is it August seventeenth? Yep. They wrestling uh, WWE Network in Texas. I don't know. Are they? I don't know. I'll talk to Sean Michaels. <laughs> see if I can go over. Or Austin. Boy, you just call him up. Yeah, I'll tweet at him. You just call him HBK. Hey, we had the same birthday. Oh date. yeah. Yeah. When is that? July twenty second. So yeah, oh, it just passed. If you want to tweet me uh, some late, some hel- some belated happy birthdays for CT Ponce. Yeah, in, send in me. The, uh, what's the word you used to use in the the cadence of CM Punk? In the cadence of CM Punk at CT Ponce. You can also send me birthday cards with money too. <laughs> Take those. 
while you're at it, just uh, I'll, I'll take a couple of those too. I could really use it. Yeah, just send us money, and I'm sure Lee could too. I could, yeah. I mean, that way we can all afford to maybe, hopefully, someday, uh, fly out to San Francisco for WrestleMania 31. Maybe. Yeah, Kickstarter. <laughs> we send <should>. three weirdos. <laughs> uh. We said a while ago that our, our goal would be to be on Radio Row at WrestleMania and, and just at least being out in San Fran and doing our podcast somewhere out there, whether it be at a hotel or a restaurant or, or something out there, would be a great start to possibly uh, having our show at the Radio Row at WrestleMania 32 if after the bell is still running. Uh, it will never die, I hope. No, never, ever. Um Never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever. Has there been any bids for WrestleMania 32 yet? I haven't Have heard, heard anything? anything. I'm not sure. Okay. But with with the success of uh, the event, uh, WrestleMania 29 at, at MetLife, you got to think that it would open possibilities for WrestleMania to come even further up north and come to Gillette Stadium. Ooh. 32 at Gillette. That'd be huge. Please. I mean, you think about it. I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff to go around they could use the patriots uh the big bubble that they have mm-hmm. for uh, access yep. and and whatnot there's plenty of stuff around there for and there's plenty of shopping granted there's only one main hotel but i mean there's there's plenty of hotels and creepy motels on route one oh, yeah and you can even stay in boston it's only a, a, a 35 40 minute drive and i think it'd be a great venue for wrestlemania but you never know uh Mike is saying that he he wants credit for his uh, tweet. Okay. Okay, Mike, you get credit for that. <laughs> okay. He, he even tweeted proof of uh, that he tweeted it last night. Sorry, says 10, I don't see everybody's tweets. It says 10.52 p.m. Doctor, what do you have be. to say about that, Miss Morgan? I stole your tweet. I don't know. <laughs> You want me to say? What do you have to say about that, Matt Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Morgan, that's a throwback. It's a good thing we have the same last name, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've, like I said before, I've got nothing else over here to discuss. But we're uh, hopefully soon be ready to do our uh, our SummerSlam preview. Hopefully, with the New Age insi- Insiders. Wow, I can't even speak. Uh, the the New Age Insiders. Uh, you got anything else over there, Corey? I got one more thing. And yes, this sir. Is kind of a bombshell. But not really. Uh, as you know, our It's Still Real to Me Damn It segment that I came up with was kind of an epic failure and sucked. I'll take full. It wasn't that bad. I mean. We only I, did it once. Yeah, I guess it's hard It's hard to be mad about something each week that's different, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I have two suggestions, and maybe we can send it out to the Heelys and see what they like. Sure. We can do a segment on uh, just current Sports headlines. Maybe people want to hear some Just change it up from wrestling. Some piping hot takes on that, mm-hmm. or which is basically a, a straight ripoff of touching rich armpits in America. We can find funny stories from around the country. Yeah, I mean, local news stories and wax poetic and crack jokes about that. I think it'd be great to to kick off the show with stuff like that. Yeah, just, just kind of like all the other like JRs and and Austins and and Jericho's podcasts. They just kind of shoot their shit for twenty twenty yeah. minutes and then get into your your business it would definitely help us fill the time it would definitely uh keep people listening because uh, it would probably be pretty funny and I, I would definitely enjoy that we could definitely look into that for uh 
for our SummerSlam preview show, which will probably be more than an hour anyway. Right. So we could definitely look into that. I like your suggestion. So tweet at the ATB Wrestling Twitter, hashtag sports, hashtag, or excuse me, hashtag comedy. It's okay, Mike. You're not the worst. I just had to say that because he just DM'd me. Oof. No DMs, please. So he is the worst. He doesn't even listen. Yep. <laughs> just kidding, Mike. Guys, don't DM Lee. Just don't do Ooh, it. Or the third segment is creepy DMs where we publicly embarrass people and shit on you for being creeps. <laughs> that might be my favorite. We could do that. I'm sure you got plenty of those, right? I do. I yep. mean, you've got, what, 3,400 followers or something like that? Mm-hmm. 3,399 of them are all creepy dudes. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> just commenting on your Twitter photos. Ugh. God, it must be. It must suck to be a good-looking girl on that likes wrestling. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so humble. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just general rule to creepy guys that that doesn't work. Creeping on girls. I mean, short of a sexual assault, nothing is going to come of that. Creeping on someone. In fact, the person who's going to get the advantage of that is the next guy that comes in and goes, "Oh my God, that guy was a creep." And the girl goes, yeah, he is. Oh, my God. You want to go to date? Yeah. You want to <laughs> go Want to go steady? <laughs> All right. Enough of this rambling. You guys had enough today? Yeah. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm done here. Relax, Mike. We're, we're kidding. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I wish I could see these. It's not, it's not the end of the world, my man. We got you. Don't, don't. At, le- at least he used never, ever, ever. Yes, that is also <laughs> true. That is a very, very great play on words in your tweet there. Mike, we don't want to lose you as a fan. We're just messing around with you. All right? Just just relax. We are an hour and 17 minutes in here, uh, so we're way over our normal time. So we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, but thank you guys for coming back after a uh, five-week hiatus. But uh, it's, gr- it's great to be back with you guys in the ATB studio with our brand-new uh, introduction. How'd you guys like that? Loved it. I loved it. Loved it. I, I wanted to make sure we got rid of the, uh, the Attitude Era signature. And I wanted to add a couple of, of, of voice clips. And then I was fortunate enough, I'm going to give him full credit here, uh, Andrew Kaiser over at, uh, at WAAF in Boston. Uh, give him full credit. Thank you so much for the voiceover uh, introducing the, uh, the After the Bell podcast with myself and, and Lee and Corey. And uh, I can't thank you enough for the, for the amazing work. I uh, really appreciate it, my man. And we love how the intro came out. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you, Andrew. I mean, I'm not going to give you all the credit because I did everything else, but (laughs) (laughs) humble pie, humble pie. (laughs) But yeah, that's going to wrap it up here for the After the Bell podcast. You guys can follow us on Twitter if you don't already at ATB Wrestling. You could follow me at Bill underscore Neville. Leek, where can we find you? At heel underscore LCM. And once you follow Lee, you become a Healy. Yep. And Corey, where can we find you? You can find me at, in the same cadence as CM Punk, C-T Ponce, P-O-N-T-E-S. Unlike Lee, I do take DMs, creepy or not, so hit me up. And a quick shout-out to Bill, because Bill works his ass off to get this thing produced every single time we do it. I mean, I just show up. Lee and Bill do everything. I do nothing. Bill Bill does it all. Bill does everything. I do nothing. Well, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, I really, really do. And it, it kills me to used to be able to do this show weekly. But uh, now it's it's pretty much like bi-weekly or, or tri-weekly or even longer than that. And it's, it's ever since I started the new job in May, it's been tough to 
to uh, meet up with you guys every week, but I'm glad to have you guys back, and hopefully we'll start to do this a little more often. All right, so, so that's going to wrap it up here for the After Bell Podcast. Thank you guys for listening on Ustream. Remember to download on iTunes and Stitcher, and we will see you guys at our SummerSlam preview show.